Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. We have started recording. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> okay. Good, good, good. Good, right, start, to, good start to the season. Yeah, but I mean, feel free, mate. Feel free. As yeah, far as good. I know, you're still the presenter. <laughs> Probably. This was a chat for off record, but still. Well, it's okay. I'll just, um, I was going to say I'll edit it, but I probably won't bother. <laughs> Professional as ever. Anyway. Good start to the season. That's why we win awards. Good start to the season indeed. But hello to anyone who's listening and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories Chat Podcast with me, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. Hello. And Abby Tysurst. Hello, hello. How are we doing, everyone? It's been a, a little while since we had a chat. Yeah, all good. I think we were only going to take a month off, weren't we? And and, and then it snowballed into two. And here we are, start of the season this week. Yeah. I don't think any of that was uh, discussed. How, how oh, um, my vacation requests were never uh, <laughs> uh, fully firmed up when I signed up for this. Uh, Abby, have you come down from cloud nine yet after uh, um, Sunday's performance? No, absolutely not. Ask me again in maybe three months <laughs> <laughs> no I um I was talking to a few people at work yesterday and I did tell them that I have cried probably 20 oh. plus times in the last like 70 hours I cried when the full whistle went I cried when we were dancing and singing I cried when oh. I got into bed I keep crying Amazing. at all the compilation videos yeah just, yeah just proper emotional stuff so, so- I mean, I've I've must have watched since yesterday. I've watched the last fifteen minutes of the game, so extra time and the final whistle, probably six times. <laughs> and uh, I really, there was a story on the mirror about, uh, and I hadn't noticed it when it happened, but there was a story on the mirror about why Serena Vigman kissed her bracelet a couple of times at full time. Oh, and Tom, it, you're going to make me cry again. I can already oh, tell. It was it was because um, apparently uh, she lost her sister a couple of weeks before the tournament yeah and i can't stop watching it i just i get so emotional (laughs) i keep seeing the photos of fran lifting the trophy Mm. to to the sky as well that keeps setting me off as well so yeah basically i'm just an emotional mess right now rob (laughs) it's the summation of it well i'm I'm glad i brought it up (laughs) still extend that and uh, so you can vent it on the pod yeah yeah, I'm going to, at some point, when I'm less emotionally unstable, watch the game back. But I definitely will cry if I watch it again at this point. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what was the feeling in the stadium uh, when we went into extra time? Because I was watching at home and I was getting the feeling that the Germans were getting on top a little bit, actually. The um, uh, the, uh, the England ladies were uh, tiring. 
uh, and the goal came at the perfect time because from that point uh, they they managed the game really well I thought yeah. and uh, um, and yeah that was my looking uh, from the outside looking in I guess it was probably similar for you yeah um, so when so when that Germany goal went in genuinely yeah. obviously the German fans were celebrating but it just you could have anywhere else in the state you could have had a pin drop it was just yeah and I said I went with my friend Debs who I used to play football with and I said to her when we were driving driving to the train station I was like Debs just so you know if it goes to extra time you're gonna have to help me out and if it goes to penalties you might need to call medical assistance (laughs) so (laughs) we yeah we got to I think yeah I think it must have been sort of I don't know sort of 107 minutes in or something and I just turned to Debs I was like Debs I don't like this I don't like this at all and then yeah then obviously that Kelly goal went in and it was just absolutely like outrageous and, like every minute closer to the whistle I was like Debs there's seven minutes left Debs there's six minutes left <laughs> five minutes left so um I think she, well I, actually I was going to say I don't think she wants to go to football with me ever again but we booked tickets to the England USA game yesterday so Ooh. she obviously had a good time so Very yeah but, nice. like, it was yeah, the, the atmosphere was electric. It was just incredible. Absolutely great. And uh, jumping off the back of that, there's been plenty of um, posts around the internet about uh, getting, uh, and social media, of course, about getting to your local uh, women's game. And obviously we have Reading Women in uh, the WSL here, um, but there's plenty of other opportunities to go and see women's football around as well. When you sum, um, sum up some of the uh, best options for us, Abby, you know, whistle stop yeah. tour, because the, there's about how many clubs are there? Uh, you'll know better than um, I do. Outside of Reading, there's 25 senior, senior sides. Um, yeah, so I sort of accidentally ended up sounding like a David Brent sketch when I went on Big Sky <laughs> at 7 a.m. on Monday morning. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, without risk of doing that again. But, um, yes, yeah, so we don't have any championship representation, but we do have Maidenhead in the National League. And their fixtures are on our website now if you want to go and uh, watch them. In fact, actually, I think the first game of the season would be a really good one to go to because they are playing newly promoted money fields. Um, so that should be a good one. That's on Sunday the 21st. So that's when that kicked off in August. Um, and then we've had a big shuffle, reshuffle in the southern region. They have finally the last county FA in, in England to add a regionalised Division 1. So we now have a Division 1 North and Caversham will be entering that this season. So now we've got four teams in the Southern Region. And then we've got our ever full Thames Valley County Women's Football League. The Constitution is not yet out, but there's obviously where I've just mentioned that we've got the Southern Region reshuffle with a new division. That means that there's going to be a reshuffle sort of at the top there. So we'll expect a few of our Berkshire sides to move up from Division 3 and South and East into Division 1 and Division 2. Um, so that's places like Slough, um, S4K, they got promoted last season. So I believe they're going into Division 2. And then we've got places like Taplow as well. Um, who else have we got? Burfield. I think they're staying in the development division, as far as I know. But they're around as well. They're to go and see. Um, where else have we got? I've suddenly forgotten every place we have in Berkshire. Um, basically, there is a smorgasbord of places to go and watch join um get involved at across park shit so yeah like i said we've got 26 teams that doesn't just include the wsl and roughly when does that all get started for the women's game yes so i do believe apart from maidenhead who kicked things off a little bit earlier in august um the season for the southern region and for thames valley starts on the 4th of september as far as i am aware 
Sounds good. Except he chaired you, though. That's the trouble. <laughs> Rob's had enough. He's gone. Yeah. All this talk yeah. of um, equality and all this nonsense. He's gone. <laughs> Seven minutes into the season. This is a new podcast. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Well, if, if um, Abby will stick, we'll keep ramming it down our throats. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Uh, so brilliant. I presume you uh, rounded that off very uh, nicely, Abby. Sorry, I had to step away uh, briefly towards the door, but um, <laughs> I'm sure you've uh, covered everything completely. Is Something there anything like else that, you yeah. want to uh, highlight before we uh, step on to um, other topics? Um, only that there's also the FA Cup to get excited about as well. So we've got eight Berkshire sides in it this season. So um, Ascot. Uh, Cabochon, well, I forgot to mention Ascot before, I just realised. Ascot, Cabochon, United, uh, Eversley in California, Maidenhead, United, Mortimer are entering it for the first time, which is exciting. Uh, Reading, Sloughtown, and then Woodley United. So all the FA Cup goodness is on our website. So round dates, prize funds, things like that. And then we are just waiting to find out when first round and second round qualifying. Um, what fixtures will take place. And I believe that is either Thursday or Friday this week. The dates were conflicting on the website, so I'm not entirely sure which one they meant to say there. But yeah, this week, basically, we'll know who's playing who when. Lovely job indeed. So uh, plenty to look out for there. And if you have been inspired by um, the feats of the England team or any of the teams in the Women's Euros over the summer, then yeah, get on down to your local club. There's plenty for you to do and... Uh, plenty to choose from. So wherever you are, get onto Football in Berkshire and find a club near you. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Cheers for that, Abby. Um, Right. On the men's side, we also have some football. um, Well, football started. I think we'll start with the FA Cup because that is the the big story that's starting this weekend. Uh, The extra preliminary round and uh, there are plenty of Berkshire clubs involved. Um... Tom, I'll come to you here. Which of the uh, FA Cup fixtures that are starting this weekend uh, do you uh, uh, do you want to highlight before we uh, um, get going here? Rob, as you well know, that is a very good question. Um, I will remind you, you wrote the post, Tom. I know I did. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my word. Um, I think um, you can't go far wrong with a little bit of a Friday night football under the lights. So, obviously, mm-hmm. Ascot v Cribs. That's a long way to go for Cribs. Um, uh, uh, it's it's the other, other side, wrong side of Bristol, okay. um, really. It's, it's a quite way. a Cribs causeway. It's quite a long old way, that. Um, there, there aren't any um, sort of – so, that, that's Friday night, 7.45, um, at Ascot. Uh Obviously, Ascot Hollyport this time last year, wasn't it? Kicked off the FA Cup for us, yes. which was mm-hmm. which was an awesome. There's no derbies this year, which is a bit of a shame. Um, there was sort of, sort of no no kind of Berkshire Dar- Berkshire derbies or FIB derbies, which is a which is a little bit of a shame. So uh, I don't know. Um, I think Ardley United's always a good place to go. Um, it you know it's a bit out of the way, bit sort of middle of nowhere, but but Wokenham and Embrook at Ardley United would be quite good. Um, I don't even know where Ardley is. Up in Oxfordshire. Yeah, okay. up the uh, up the A33 towards um, somewhere up there. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really go that way very often, so uh, very no, no need anymore. Um, and I, th- but I, do you know what? It's one of those things where you can we can ask that question, but 
like none of us actually know how any, anyone's going to go so far this season. So it's a bit of a scouting mission. It'd be mm. interesting to see how, and that's just not me uh, trying to fill some time because I couldn't remember what any of the fixtures were. I, you know, <laughs> it's it's a really in in non-league football, especially kind of all the way down to to step five. I was going to say step five and six, but step, all the way down to step five. It's it's hard to make assessments of how any because okay, you might know how the odd team near you is going to do, but you have no idea about Risborough Rangers, Royal Wooten, Bassett Town, Highworth Town, like like no idea. So um, it's just going to be really interesting. I think Highworth Town still in the still step four side. I think yes, they are. They are right? Yeah. So so Reading City have got it all to do there. That's that that is probably the toughest looking um, extra preliminary round tie that I'm I'm aware of. So yeah, I mean if Reading City come out of that, well, we'll know a bit about them. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So I think I think we... perhaps um, Virginia Water Hilltop might be interesting as well. Yeah, absolutely. As you mentioned, um, Ascot are playing on Friday night against uh, Cribs, but uh, the full lineup of uh, Berkshire sides involved. Uh, Woking and Embuck travel to Ardley United, as he hinted at. Reading City travelling to Highworth Town. Hollyport travelling to Risborough Rangers. Windsor travelling to Royal Wootton Bassett Town. Tedley Caliva at home to Wincanton Town. Thatcham Town at home to Horndean and Virginia Water at home to Hilltop. So plenty to choose from there. All, all the games apart from the Ascot fixture are on Saturday, the 6th of August. Um, yeah, Plenty of fixtures to get down there. I think, like you say, the Tadley game there would be uh, quite interesting to get down there. Uh, we know from uh, inside sources that uh, Tadley are hoping for a, a pretty good season this year and would love a cup run. Uh, Go on, Tom. I was going to say, I've just realised Tadley aren't on my fixture list. Are they? I'm going to tell Dad now. They're on the post you wrote, so uh, on the uh, on the on the weekend fixture list. They're not not on the oh, one, oh, this right, get the uh, FA Cup right. website. Uh, oh. uh, sorry, the FA Cup post that you did. So I've let I've let there. our new boy down. Yeah, have let the lost the dressing room already. <laughs> We're only thirteen Seven. minutes into the podcast. Exactly. Yes, thirteen <laughs> minutes into the new straight season. In. That is. Uh, that's got to be some sort of record for losing the dressing room. <laughs> to be honest, I've also managed to, to to not put Thatcham down on there as well. So, um, <laughs> and, they, and Th- Thatcham and Tadley are both at home. Yeah, which doesn't, well, help, doesn't help me. What have you got against West Berkshire, Tom? <laughs> I mean, nothing really. It's in my interest now. I live here. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> so, like you say, we it's hard to uh, pick out one team. Uh, to, well, it's hard to pick out a uh, fixtures because you're not so sure about um, the, uh, the how uh, other teams are going to be able to do uh, as the season's going forward. But so, as the season is kicking off for steps uh, one all the way down to step six, uh, with the exception of the step five teams being involved, a lot of the step five and four teams being involved in the FA Cup this weekend. Why do we pick out a couple of teams from Berkshire that we think are going to do very well this season? Uh, Abby, I came to uh, Tom first, so why don't I start with you? On the men's side, who are you backing uh, to do well at whatever level uh, this season? Hmm. Maybe well, somewhere to... close to home for you, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or, I know. should probably show some bias here, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> should probably say Ascot are going to do all right. No, I think I actually am quite confident that we're going to do fairly well. We've, I mean, you just have to look at the signings we've made. We've recruited mm. well. So, and we had a good cup run last season, obviously. So, yeah, I think I do probably have to back Ascot, don't I? Even I have to be, even though I'm probably biased, I think from an outside perspective you just have to look at Ascot to see 
yeah, like that cup run last season and how well they've recruited. So, yeah, why not? Is it worth a quick explainer as to why Abby is now biased towards the yellow, oh, yes. the yellow 16th of Tharkshire? Yeah. What, uh, what happened to you uh, at the beginning of the summer then, Abby? Uh, yes, about a month ago, um, I, well, yeah, I'm now officially employed by Ascot. I am now their marketing manager. So Absolutely. see all that top quality social media, you know who it is. If, <laughs> um, if you hadn't already known that that was the case, then she's clearly not doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks for that, Tom. That's all right, banter. Well, you, you left you left my safe employee for... Um... Yeah, it's quite bitter. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly, I think this is a joke that's going to run and run. Um, no, uh, I, I was really, to be honest, really glad that you managed to get a job in football. That's what you always wanted. So, um, absolutely brilliant and uh, and good on you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there we go. We, I I win some, I lose some. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Listen, I'm still here at Footman Berkshire. So yes, this is true. This is true. I haven't left but you entirely in the lurch. Your output has not dimmed. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Abby, first of all, for your position officially. Uh, obviously, we might have mentioned that uh, before, but uh, I can't remember. But yeah, um, I think it, it, just, it to, just to get, just to give a handle on Abby's slight bias there. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure bias really comes into it. Anybody uh, that I've spoken to at other clubs at the moment is of the opinion that, that currently if Ascot don't win it this year, and this, this is without knowing, you know, so obviously last season we didn't know about Southall, we didn't know about Hanworth Villa and what those guys had done. Um, yeah. So there may be another club out there that's doing doing similar things, but I think from our from our bubble um, and speaking to anyone I've people I've spoken to at various other clubs, you know, they're, they're not looking forward particularly to to playing Ascot this year. Um, I'm sure there are a few clubs that absolutely cannot wait to play Ascot this season. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, so we shall see. That step five league is very tough to get out of because it's just the obviously it's the one champions. Everyone, every uh, non-league league, it's only the uh, champions that go up automatically. But in step five, obviously, it's just the second place that goes into an interdivisional playoff. So uh, rather than rather than having you know the next four or the next six places taken up by playoff um, contenders, it's only that top one. And I quite like the interdivisional playoff, but it does mean if you're if there's two good sides in the league. As well as Ascot, and there's going to be potentially a three-horse race for um, uh, for those two spots. Tom, you've got your arm up. Is that, you're um, asking, yes. Wait, no, you're no, asking no, questions. I've, I've got. Some, I think I've got some breaking news. Um, breaking news Go on, on then. that Twitter. Uh, it looks like Reading FC women have announced the signing of <clears throat> Becky Jane on a one-year contract following yeah. the end of her contract with Charlton Athletic. I have just seen that actually. Yes, there we go. She is a former royal as well. She so is. Yes, it's a, it's a welcome yes. back. Rather I believe than a... we already have pictures in the system, so we're good for that. Oh, that's exciting, isn't it? There we go. Oh no, you retweeted it twenty-eight minutes ago. There, there we go. I've, I've only just seen it. So, I mean, as far I as I don't want to say anything, but yeah. yeah. Abby's showing why she gets the job in the social media zone. So, uh, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Good stuff. So yeah, Ascot certainly aside to watch this season. Um, from talk around the club, is there any uh, any hope of just uh, the league, or are you looking for a cup run as well? Is there? Uh, I know a lot of teams last season with perhaps COVID and what was happening um, and the uncertainty around finishing the league, maybe sort of sacrificed the cups as it were a little bit and concentrated on their league if they had a good chance of uh, promotion. Then. Uh, 
would you what's uh, the thoughts around Ascot at the moment? Yeah, I think fairly similar to you mentioned about Tadley before. I think a nice cup run is definitely on the cards potentially, and hopefully, and that sort of yeah in the in the plans definitely. I think, like you say, I think lots of people focused previously on just sticking it out in the league, didn't they? Whereas yeah, yeah. I think now that we're not clear, but now that COVID is much less of a kind of concern in terms of actually, are we going to finish a season? I think definitely mm. looking for a nice cup run, absolutely. Very good. Good. Well, yeah, good luck to Ascot, of course, and uh, any other team in the combined counties, Div North with Berkshire affiliations. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing how they progress as the season goes on. Uh, Tom, who is going to be one your team to watch uh, over this 2022-23 uh, season? Oh, um, do you know what? I have got a little feeling that Slough might do something this year. Yes. Just just have in the back of my mind. Like I can't necessarily tell you the reason for it, but they've <laughs> had a couple they've had a like they've they've, they've made some good signings, but mm-hmm. they've had a couple of years and obviously COVID got in the way as well, but they've had a couple of sort of years of, of consolidation and I just think that knowing bakes and unders, they aren't going to be settling for that and they're not going to be satisfied with that. And I just think we might see um, a little a little challenge for for a little push up the up the table. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the season they're sitting in that last little playoff spot. Mm. I think they um, yeah they've retained a lot of the players they wanted to keep from last season as well, yes. and they they didn't have too bad a season last year, but they did have such a very poor start yes. and uh, uh, results wise anyway, and and so to get back and at one point they sort of looked like an outside shot for the playoffs uh, yeah. towards the end of the season uh, perhaps left themselves with too much to do in the end but you're right maybe you eliminate that poor start they like you say retained the best of the players I think that they wanted from uh, uh, last season and added to that um, one or two notable signings George mm. Wells obviously coming in from uh, Maidenhead being one uh, but um yeah, I, I, I quite fancy Slough as well. They've had some decent results in pre-season, just sort of going about their business well. And I think, yeah, they could, in that division, again, you're never quite sure who's who's going to be up there. But uh, you look at the teams who were in the playoff spots last year and how close they got. And, you know, Slough wouldn't be out of place with those, those sort of teams. So it's a decent chance, I think. Slightly different question, but if I can ask it of myself... Um, the team I'm most excited by or interested by just to see what happens. And I just have to go across the other side of Berkshire to Hungerford. I'm absolutely fascinated to see what Danny Robinson mm. does this season. Um, this is usually a much higher level of, of, of the football pyramid than I would normally be interested in. But I I just absolutely fascinated to see what he does this season because they've lost probably their best two players. Yeah. Um, they've brought in some good young players. Mark Scott's gone there from Bracknell. Uh, Harrison Bailey's back. Um, I just, I'm, I cannot wait to see what they do. That you know, what if at the end of the season it's between Slough and, and Hungerford for that last? Or what if they're both in the playoffs? You know, I think I think Hungerford, Hungerford are are an absolutely fascinating club, um, and I'm 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 really. Really excited to see what they they do this season. I mean, I'm excited for everybody, all of the teams. But yeah, I, th- I think yeah. There we go. That's it. 
nothing more Hungerford, to say. Yeah, Hungerford certainly uh, looking. They've had two very good seasons, really, considering <clears> the size of the club. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the, uh, uh, the third one goes. Danny Robinson has certainly been a huge asset since he's gone there. And the club is very, very uh, well run. So uh, uh, certainly enjoyed my visit there towards the end of last season. They've still got the four for a score deal going on where you get yes. your match ticket, your programme, uh, you, um, a meal, burger and chips or whatever you want, and a pint for 20 quid. So uh, yeah, lots to, lots to like about Hungerford. And uh, yeah, certainly some reasons to be getting down there at the end of the season. Or at some point this season, rather. <laughs> sorry, not the end of the season. Just wait, just wait, just you, just wait. Hold off till the end of the season. It just wait till March, there. and right then the yeah, go there. No, at some point this season. Yes, absolutely. No, but there's uh, yeah other teams as well. I mean, uh, look how uh, Eversley and California got into the playoffs in the combined counties last yeah. season, and the two best sides from uh, last year have been uh, promoted. Or oh, the three best sides from last year have been promoted because uh, uh, Hilltop have already have been moved up as well. So uh, in the combined counties, Div 1, that is, uh, potentially. I'm not sure of any of the new clubs that are in the league, obviously, um, after the restructure uh, or the shuffle about of the divisions. But uh, yeah, Eversley will be looking at the uh, uh, at that division and thinking, well, only one of the clubs in this league finished above us last season. So why can't they sort of push on a little bit and, uh, and potentially go for a title uh, chase? already mentioned Ascot at step five. Step um, four, we've got Binfield and Thatcham. I think Binfield have been looking very good in pre-season. Um, they've made some very interesting signings uh, as Tom very noisily drinks through his uh, bottle Sorry. there. Apologies Sorry, about everybody. That. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't realise it was going to be quite as noisy as that. You were literally wearing a mic and it's directly next to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm an amateur. Well, God, you'd think we'd be a bit more professional at this point, wouldn't you? But no. No, no, no. This is <laughs> our, sort of like bit. easing ourselves back in. Definitely. Yeah. Pre-season still. Pre-season. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, yeah, Binfield, uh, as I was saying, good chance at step four. Uh, I think they'll be very keen to prove that like last season, they were probably the best of the teams that were not really in uh, promotion contention or playoff contention. And I think this season they'll be looking to prove that they go a bit further up. Bracknell's first season at step three. I think that you've got to look at them and look at the squads they've got and the um, results they've been getting and think, yeah, they could... They could certainly challenge for promotion again, you know, maybe, I don't know, uh, getting two promotions on the bounce is asking too much for them, but I don't think Bobby Wilkinson will be thinking that way. Uh, they, I think they'll definitely be looking to be getting up there at the end of the season. And as we've already mentioned, Slough and Hungerford. So I think there's going to be lots of sort of top of the table action across Berkshire this season. We might even have uh, promotion challenges from step two all the way down to step six. That'd be exciting. That no, no, be exciting. Relegation, no, no relegation, no relegation. Well, we won't talk about that side of the no. uh, table at all. No, and just assume everything's going to be okay for all our clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, any uh, any uh, bold calls for the season that we want to make? Uh, I've sort of made mine there in that there's going to be promotion challenges in, from step two all the way down to step six for Berkshire clubs. Uh, Tom, you, you, well, I think you wanted to... Is this to, when we go uh, to the mailbag, Tom? Sort of, yes, if I've got the mailbag ready. So, Abby, do you want to do yours first? <laughs> I think I might be slightly copying someone. I think maybe 
who was it? I think it might have been Wokingham today, might have replied to it. No, I just would like to see, I don't know, this is probably not a very bold claim, but just Reading beating West Ham in the FA Cup, that would be a, that'd be a bold claim, possibly. Because I just said, like, there's such a nemesis for us in the FA Cup every time. That's assuming we even draw them. Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's very bold either. I'm not very good at bold claims. Um, I want to become a professional footballer. That's a bold claim, isn't it? Is anyone, yes. Yeah. Is anyone you think uh, maybe from Ascot or somewhere else in the division is going to finish as top scorer or anything like that? You, you fancy? Who do you fancy to get a lot of goals this season? Mm. Throw it out to the women's leagues as well. I know we said we uh, <clears throat> talk more, mainly about the men's because uh, they're yeah. uh, because they're starting this weekend. But if you want to uh, throw it out to the women's, we'll let you. Uh, do that one too. Thanks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll start over men's one though because Jake White's back from Wokingham and Embrook, isn't he? Yes, so, he is. Scored a banger by all accounts the other night. Yeah, last night. Five minutes afterwards, wasn't he? He's only been yep. on for five minutes and in the back. Of it. So yeah, I'm gonna. I'm expecting big things from him again. I think he'll be after after his injury. He'll be chomping at the bit. So yeah, I'm gonna say Jake White top goal scorer for Wokingham and Embrook. Although yeah, that's, that's not really bold, is it? No. It's not really. He was the top scorer. He has been the top scorer. Good at this. <laughs> um, do you want some? I've got some for you. So Max yeah. Roscoe on Twitter says, Slough to get promoted to the National League. And that's... We could have uh, yeah. SL Classico at the National League. Oh, yes. <laughs> great. Um, Alicia Povey, that woman that's moved over the border. Um, both, Royal, both Royals Futsal men's and women's promoted to NFS Tier 1. Ooh. I think that, I don't know how bold that is. I think that's quite plausible. Okay, I think this is bold. Caversham United women to win the Vitality Women's FA Cup. <laughs> that is bold. Yeah. I mean, they got to third round qualifying in their first yes. first attempt at it. So, and I think they gave QPR a fairly decent game last season. So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they could do a Clapton and end up being <laughs> one of the WSL teams. So you never know. It'd certainly be a game to watch. Anything I, yourself, I bold, bold claim. I would like to see a club from step four or below get to the latter get to the latter qualifying rounds of the FA Cup. Right. Um, who? If you had to choose who, one, I, I don't. I don't know. I like. Do you know what? It'd be great if something like Reading City got yeah. to, but. I mean, if they get past Highworth Town, that then then why not? But starting in the extra preliminary round is a long, long way to go. What's that? Six games? Four get five games? Something like that? You play but, six games before you get in the first round if you start yeah, in the extra um, I think that uh, if I'm looking at that sort of level, I think, why you know, Binfield, Thatcham... they're the ones you're looking at to get to the to get to the later rounds. Um, why couldn't Ascot? No reason why not. But also, do you know what? Let's have another Vars final. Come on. <laughs> Who would be your uh, uh, tip to go long in the Vars? Are you still oh, sticking well, with Ascot because d- they are I mean, you you, know, you've the ones that have been talked about? As it as it stands, and this possibly shows a complete lack of knowledge of, of what some of the other teams have been up to. Um and and maybe maybe for them that's how they'd quite like it. I mean, um, I speak a couple of the managers I speak to. They quite like to go under the radar. They're fine mm. with that. They they don't mind me not talking about them. Um, I think that I think that Ascot have shown they have they mean business. Whether that is successful or not, um, it, you know, only football will tell. But uh, you know, 
can they can they go far in the vase? Of course they can. Um, would I have expected last season that it would be Barks County and Wallingford were the two teams that went really far in the vase? In the vase, absolutely not. It just mm. goes to show that. Who knows? Dep- a, yeah, uh, it totally depends on the draw, doesn't it? So there's a, there's a certain manager back at uh, Windsor that has had some uh, some success in the Vars already. So maybe yes, you know, you could bring I, it back again. Mick Wood, of course. I'm I haven't spoken to Mick. I must admit, he's he's on my list of people to uh, to get in touch with. But I, I'd imagine Mick is um, Mick's not Mick's no fool, and um, he knows how to set a team up. And I know the Windsor fans are absolutely delighted to have him back. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so, what that turns into on the pitch, we'll find out. This is a that's dreadful for a preview podcast. <laughs> we'll find out. Who knows? It's quite uh, well. Again in six months when they've yeah. all played all of their games. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's certainly be exciting to see Mick back there, and obviously he's had some uh, good success at Windsor before. Barry Hales back as part of his team, yes. possibly player coach yes. as well. We don't quite know that. Well, yeah. he's because he's played, hasn't he? Yeah, according, according, according to the Daily Star, he's going to, he might be playing. Yeah, exactly. How did how did that happen? Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, Why is there a story about snakes today on the Daily Star? How exactly. did that happen? Just what I was coming to next. I'm oh, so, sorry, yeah. mate. Yeah, you can take over if you want. You, no, you no, seem no, to no, have no. the running order down. No, no, no. So uh, uh, I believe your official title is head of audio visual. So uh, okay, All right. Yeah, that sounds important. Carry on, mate. Good, good, good. Well, yes, as you alluded to there. Uh, uh, that we there is a mention in the Daily Star today about a game that happened last night. Um, we're recording on Wednesday today, and uh, the as we mentioned, the football season is starting for most clubs either this weekend or their league campaign starting the following weekend. Uh, but two clubs or two uh, Berkshire sides or Berkshire affiliated sides are uh, uh, actually got their campaigns off underway last night when Wokingham and Embrook hosted uh, the. Newly named uh, Wallingford and Crowmarsh uh, in uh, the Combined Counties uh, Premier Division North game. I, I liked how you just checked yourself there, Rob, because I'm not sure either. Wallingford and Crowmarsh Town? Wallingford and, no, it's just Wallingford and Crowmarsh. Crowmarsh yeah. Just Wallingford yeah. and Crowmarsh. I have yeah. to keep yeah. checking myself. It's Wallingford so, and Crowmarsh. I'm sure that's it. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, Wallingford and Crowmarsh, first game. Yeah, they first game at step five for a little while, and they have dropped the town path, as you said, as they uh, merged with um, uh, Crowbush. Uh, was it Crowbush? Crowbush Juniors. Crowbush Juniors. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Crowbush seems like a Crowbush youth. There we go. Is a decent. Uh, it seems like a, a nice move for both clubs as the uh, yes. Crowbush youth gets a, a clear pathway to adult football and a uh, access to uh, all the facilities at uh, Wallingford. Uh, sports hub, whereas uh, Wallingford seems to get um, obviously the pick of the best, um, or rather first choice of the best uh, youth talent in the area and uh, the added uh, benefit of all the committee and the strong uh, volunteer network that uh, Crowbarsh have. So an interesting combination there and it looks like one that might be helping to progress the, uh, the clubs. Chatting, I chatted to Lee Matthews, their manager, uh, yesterday. What's today? Wednesday, Tuesday. Spoke to him yesterday, and um, he said, and, and the thing that made me just having been involved in a club and sponsorship and stuff before, he said, it's made a huge, huge difference. They've got ad boards around every inch of the around the every inch of the pitch perimeter. That's oh, yeah. like 
And that, I mean, the thing is, the pitch perimeter at Wallingford is quite big. It's because the yeah. pitch is the the area for the pitch is enormous. So it's much bigger than I think than the runoffs on it are, are quite large. So yeah, there's a lot of space to fill in it. But he said it's made a huge difference having having Cromarsh in. They've they've got a lot off the back of it. And like, but just just getting advertisers and sponsors into clubs. So if they've managed to do that, and you know, he, he just he, he was really really upbeat about. Um, he was a bit downbeat about the injuries he's had, but upbeat about the the, the state of the club and what it's in currently. So he, he said it's um, it's up to me now. So yeah, yeah, good, good. Well, it's a club that's been stepping on season on season over the last few yeah. years. And well, uh, Rob, you yeah. and I watched them watched them a couple of times last season. They were absolutely mm. relentless, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they knocked Ascot out of the vase last year when mm. we saw them, mm. which was a well, a really good game. Them. You saw yeah. them. I was pushing a buggy around the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, very good game there. But uh, yeah, another interesting side to keep an eye on this year. So yeah, lots of interest there. Um, yes, but we were talking about uh, what uh, transpired in the star. Do you want to give uh, anyone who's uh, wondering oh. what we're banging on about? A little, oh, uh, so yes. Yeah, so, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Andrew Batt took some pictures of Barry Hales playing for Windsor. Um, at 50 years old. So uh, I sent them to a friend of mine on the sports desk at the Daily Star. Uh, they've used them. Um, FIB got a nice little contribution for that. And then um, and then last night, uh, Paul Smithson, Windsor fan Paul Smithson, was at Wokingham v Wallingford and Cromarsh. And um, he reminded, he took a picture of the, uh, I'd been I'd been saying to him, oh, make sure you, if you want to get pictures, get pictures of like around the grounds and stuff and interesting things and he and he did just that and it reminded me of the fact that there is uh, i have a picture from a year ago of this not this sign about the snakes in the grass at, at the, in the long grass at wokingham and it's still there and he took a picture of it and I, i've put something up this morning with the express intention of sending it to the to my mate on the daily star and it's gone up uh, this morning so that is uh, that is now there um in fact i might be able to sh- show out well no just go to the go to the daily star website it's on there <laughs> click football it's fine or you can watch it on our website and that's, yes uh, you know you can see the article there as well indeed you can indeed you can brilliant that's been um, nice so, so anything anything odd that we see around the grounds will be uh, going straight to the news desk at the daily star <laughs> doesn't mean you will have to start buying it don't worry we're not white we're not we're not all uh we, yeah we don't have to start well, going and buying yeah, <laughs> highlight other t- other publications. Go go on their website. I work on the websites. It's fine. Go and work, go to their website and look at it. It's fine. <laughs> well, okay. I don't quite want to leave it there when we're plugging <laughs> other wise. other people's content. So uh, why don't uh, Abby you tell us about um, the <clears throat> grassroots national awards that you attended the other day? I didn't attend the national awards. I'm not quite that fancy yet. Oh, sorry. Uh, I went to the county awards. That's correct. Um, yeah. So Barks and Bucks had their county awards where they recognise all the fantastic people who are across our wonderful county FA. So I'm, I was politely reminded by Steph actually, Steph Clark, who is the communications officer at because um, at Barks and Bucks. Because I thought we had quite a small county, but actually it turns out Berkshire, Buckinghamshire, like a trillion chunks of Oxfordshire, like the, we're huge, basically, like one of the largest county FAs. And so, yeah, Steph, Steph very gladly corrected me on that one. Well, um, yeah. yeah, I didn't realise quite how big it was. Um, but yeah, so there was a few 
few Berkshire winners in there, which is great. So Woodley United, they got um, Club of the Year. Um, one of the managers at Tapler, I can't remember his name now. This is really bad. He got Manager of the Year. But um, of significance, I'm really he's called Josh something. I can't remember what his surname is. You'd never catch there. any, either me or Rob, making an error like this, ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the big success of the evening is that uh, Katie Allen was the match official of the year. Um, she's only 17. She is, like, I'm, I feel inferior to her <laughs> because she's done so much already. So she's on the the National Youth Board as well, and she's petitioned the government and things. She got 10,000 signatures. She wrote a letter to the government. Yeah, she's just, she's a superstar, basically. And also, she's just a really incredible referee, and she's a really nice player. She's one of them people. She's really nice as well. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Another who one. was it last season who was, like, great and really nice? And who was it we were... Remember. The mo- oh, probably Emma Harris, wasn't it? Maybe I can't really, but yeah, she's just one of those nice person. Ugh, oh, no, it was Freya Jenkins because she's oh, football, yes, it, and she's a nice person. So, yeah, Freya. worst people, not Freya Jenkins, sorry, Freya Johnson. Well, Freya Jenkins is nice as well from Caption, but I mean Freya Johnson at Ascot. Sorry, okay, fine, but yeah, just lots of nice Freyas in Berkshire, apparently. Um, <laughs> I'm getting distracted here. No, so my point was is that yes, so Katie won match official of the year and she's been here, there and everywhere over Berkshire. There's lots of photographs of her all over the place. But she also was then nominated. <laughs> I've just no, I've just remembered that there's that picture, there's a great picture of her sending off a kid. Oh, right. Yeah. On a bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, picture invasion of a kid on a scooter. Uh, it's a great photo. Thanks, Andrew Bat. Um, but yes, so I digress. <laughs> um, she won match official of the year. And then so she was put forward for match official of the year at the Nationals. Um, and she won it, which is incredible. Um, much well deserved. Oh, that was too many, too many adjectives there. Um, much deserved. Um, so yeah, she was awarded that. And they, they did the ceremony at the Community Shield at... Uh, the king power, Rob. So, yeah, congratulations to Katie, basically. And at some point, I should hopefully have a podcast episode with her. Um, I'm, not, I'm not putting a time frame on it, but there will be <laughs> one at some point. It's always dangerous. I must admit, it is always dangerous when we put time frames <laughs> on as a, as, a, as a group. We're not great at um, not great at that, are we? No. But Stop this season... Highlighting our flaws be... and telling other people to go to other publications. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> Here's that picture of Katie that everybody. I was just uh, <laughs> poor kid. Look at him. Look at the look oh, at the no. distress in his eyes. He's disgusted with himself. <laughs> Sorry to anybody listening that can't see this, but it's a brilliant photo. Um, there we go. So if you yeah. want if you want to see it, go to Facebook. Uh, go to our Facebook page and uh, check out the live broadcast. About forty two minutes in. It's brilliant. So yeah, congratulations Lovely. to Katie. Basically. Lovely job indeed. That's a great note to end on. Unless, of course, uh, there's anything else we need to uh, cover from either of you today. A couple of... Oh, I'm sure no, there was. We've had our awards night, so we can't plug that anymore. No, I do want to talk about the um, silver medal in the prison Euros, but maybe we'll do that next time. Oh, very oh, good. Oh, that was a joke in the group chat. No, Berkshire representation no in the... you were talking about. Berkshire representation in the prison Euros. We'll we'll do that next. I'm going to try and set up a little interview. Do that. Um, do that. And uh, look out next Friday for a very special interview with uh, Berkshire's representative in the Finnish second division. Oh, yeah, very good. We know that one's uh, heard about that one coming, and it sounds top draw. 
this isn't a, this isn't like a, a wild promise. This is a. I have recorded it. It's done. <laughs> I haven't edited it. It's not. It's on carrot. Where it's one of my socks. Um, I haven't. Uh, I haven't like edited it yet. But it's ready. It's ready. So look out for it. Um, there will be a written version of it. Uh, it's also going in the Maidenhead advertiser in the Slough Express. So look out for that. Very good. Nice bit of plugging to finish. So um... I'm plugging other publications again. It'll also be on our website. So look at it on our website, please. Well, why don't I give you the chance to do uh, tell us uh, tell everyone where they can find all our content, Tom? So you can finish by plugging our own www.maidenhead-advertiser.co.uk um, It is. Uh, you can go to www.footballinbarkshire.co.uk Find us on Twitter at FI Berkshire or FIB underscore women. Uh, Instagram is at FI Berkshire and Facebook just type football in Berkshire with the spaces to find us. Um, we'd love to see you. Also, why not sign up for our newsletter? Our newsletter will be going out weekly. As long as I can persuade one of these two or one of the other five people that works on FIB to help me write it. <laughs> that'll be fun. You can do that on the web. You can sign up for that on the website. So please go and do that. That would be great. Lovely job. Well, with that hollow pom- promise ringing in the ears, <laughs> I think it's uh, time, to, time to end it here. Yeah, well, it's all it's uh, left to say is uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can go online and watch uh, the recording of this. Um, you've already done all the um, social media bits, so I don't need to do that. So I just need to say thank you to uh, Abby Tyshurst. You're welcome. Thanks. It's thank been nice to be too. back, I think. Hmm. I think so, yeah. <laughs> We'll be a bit tighter next uh, next yes. uh, time around. Perhaps, How much do you mean to be either of you today? So I'm quite impressed with that. Oh, I thought. Well, I you said you're you said you're emotional early doors, so I thought yeah. I better not uh, I better yeah, not poke at that. If I'm honest, I thought I was quite mean to you earlier, but never mind. You've oh, maybe about I'm just still so delusional that I didn't. Even yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm just going to go and watch the last 15 minutes again. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, you it's are trying minute. to make a cry now. So uh, yeah, let's leave it there. Uh, anyway, uh, say goodbye, Tom. Uh, goodbye, Tom. Uh, say goodbye, Abby. Such a dad joke. See ya. <laughs> and uh, it's goodbye for me as well. Bye bye. This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was hosted by Rob Davis and featured Abby Ticehurst and Tom Cannon. It was produced in the loosest sense of the word by Tom Cannon. Our intro music is called Space Camp from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading's very own Rocket Kings, which you can find on Spotify and all good music outlets. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, Facebook and at www.footballinbarkshire.co.uk. will be better from next week when I'm in my new house. Oh, moving. Then your new house. Yeah, I'm moving on Saturday. I'm moving Ooh. in with my friends. Very good. Yes. Right near Siren oh. as well. Oh, oh is it? Yeah. So they're now coming to Reading anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> so I'm right near Siren. And you will be, won't you? And yeah. double barrels. <sighs> and the nag's head. 
And the Grey Friar and the Fox and Hounds. <laughs> All right. Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. 